In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What does it really mean to be thankful? I think all of us, every day, at some point, hopefully all of us will say, Thank you, God. Right? Thank you, God. Or, alhamdulillah, right? We say, sometimes we say, eh, alhamdulillah, and we're really, like, not really thankful. We're really, like, angry at something, you know? But we say it anyway, you know? And that word, to be thankful, is not just to recognize that you've been given something. To be thankful means that you recognize that everything is a gift and that you don't deserve what's been given to you. And so today in the gospel, Jesus gives us this beautiful story and he shows us what it means to truly be thankful, what it means to, to really praise God. He heals ten lepers. Now what's very interesting here is that it says that he heals them, but he heals them while they go on their way. He says to them, go and show yourself to the priest. Now at that point, when they go and show themselves to the priest, they're not yet cleansed. So that means that these ten had to make some sort of act of faith to be able to go and show themselves to the priest before they were even healed. So they walk over, they, they go on their way, and as they're on their way, they get healed. Which shows that these ten men had faith in Jesus. So it's not enough for us, my brothers and sisters, to say, Oh yeah, we have faith in God, I believe in God. Many, many people believe in God. Even the devil himself believes in the existence of God. And so when we pat ourselves on the back to say, Oh yeah, I have great faith in God. We need to show it with action. It's not enough to just believe. We've got to live it. We've got to show it. We've got to act it. And so many of us today are living our lives in such a way that we have this expectation from God. We have these, all these types of like expectations of, of what we want and what we expect in order for God to do, in order for us to believe that God loves me. But how do we act when things don't go my way? How do we act and what do we do when things are not matching or meeting my expectations? The two thieves of being thankful, really truly being thankful to God, the very first one is complaining. Many, many, many of us fall into the trap of constantly complaining. I mean, it could be like nothing. It could be like somebody kissed my foot and I'm, I'm, I'm complaining now because you didn't kiss my other foot. Those type of people drive me crazy. Like if you know that's you, Fix yourself, because I can't. Like, I just can't. There's people that are just, like, never satisfied. They're just always complaining about something. I have $1 million, I need $2 million. Many of us can fall into that trap, even in the most simplest ways, all throughout our day. Complaining about our bodies, complaining about people, complaining about food, complaining about everything. And it's, like, just never satisfied. We're always the victim and everybody else is, you know, the, the, you know it's, all, it's all everybody else's fault that my life is not great and perfect. 
It's God's fault. We even go as far as to say it's God's fault. God, you're the one that doesn't want to bless me right now. You're the one that's stopping all of these blessings. Why are you blessing everybody else? You're not blessing me. Which leads to the other thief of being thankful. And that is comparing. How much do we compare? We're look, constantly looking at everybody else's life. And as we're looking at everybody else's life, as my eyes are on everybody else, my eyes are not on what I have before me. And so I'm losing and I'm missing the opportunity to be able to use what God is giving me in my life to be able to give Him glory. That's what my life is about. That's why we're here. The only reason why you and I are still breathing right now is to somehow, way, give glory to God. And so if God wants me to give Him glory through His way, I've got to give Him, I've got to give Him glory. I have to give Him glory no matter what it is, no matter what capacity. Because in the end, it's God that's the one that to be praised, not me. And everything that we have is from God. And so if we're constantly comparing and complaining, we're not really truly giving thanks to God. We say we're thankful, but we're not actually thankful. To be thankful is to be humble. To be thankful is to be like Mary. Mary who says, after she hears that she's going to be the mother of God, she's only 15 years old, and her life is in danger. She has no idea what any of this entails. And she says, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. She's able to praise God in the midst of her confusion, in the midst of the uncertainty, in the midst of the fear. Mary says, I praise you, God. So how do you and I grow in real thanksgiving? The very first thing is to never, ever, ever miss a Mass on Sunday. The Eucharist. Do you know what the word Eucharistia means? Eucharistia means thanksgiving. That's why we come to Mass. What are we thanking God at Mass for? Yes, we thank God for all the beautiful things that we have, for our children, for our health, and for all of the good things that we have. Yes, we do. And we should. We absolutely should. But that's kind of surfacy. If all we're ever doing is thanking God for the things that we have, that means that all we're doing is thinking about ourselves. We need to be thanking God first for what? Salvation. The fact that you and I have been called to heaven. The fact that Jesus died on the cross for me. That is something that should never, ever get old. Never get old. Every Sunday when we come to this altar, we need to recognize, we need to realize, we need to be in awe that Jesus died for me. And that same Jesus is here to feed me with supernatural food so that I can go to heaven. How fast and how quickly do we forget about those things? I mean, like, that's the last on our list when we think about thanking God. Like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for this house. Thank you, Jesus, for my car. Thank you, Jesus, for my health. What about thank you, Jesus, for salvation, for heaven? Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. And so when we don't come to Mass on Sundays, what we're saying to Jesus is, Jesus, I don't care that you died for me. Your death is not enough for me. I need more. My vacation right now, Jesus, is more important. How many of us go on vacation and we don't go to Mass? 
You know what Father Perrin said one time, and I died of laughter. He said this in his homily. He said, just like your Uber knows how to take you to the bar on Saturday night on your, on your vacation, the same Uber knows how to find you a Catholic church and take you to a Catholic church on Sunday. Amen? The fact that you and I, and, and the fact that we have 90% of the community, 80% of the community that doesn't go to church on Sunday, yet claims to have faith, is literally this gospel today. It's the nine people that walked away from Jesus and didn't come back and give him thanks. Because there's an act there. There's an action. What's the action? Turning around and coming to Jesus and bowing at his feet and thanking him. So it's not enough for us to say, oh yeah, yeah, Lord, I love you so much, but I can't make it to church today. No, there is no such a thing. And so how really, how thankful truly are we when we take Mass for granted? Or when we come to Mass and we're not even listening to the priest? Or when we come to Mass and we're just waiting for it to be over, like, Father, can you just shut up and, like, we got, we got things to do. We got to get on our boat today, Right? How thankful truly are we for the Eucharist and for Mass? The second thing that really truly helps us to be thankful is to thank God when you, are, when you feel least thankful. Thank God when you feel like all you want to do is complain and yell and you feel angry and you feel cheated out by God. When things are not going your way, when everything feels like it's just going up in the air, all going up in flames, that's when we need to be thanking God. I have no doubt that when Mary stood at that cross, she was still praising God. There was never a moment when Mary didn't praise God or when she stopped praising God or when she began to think herself entitled. Mary never thought she was entitled. She realized, she said, I am the handmaid of the Lord. I'm a servant. I don't deserve it. And it was that. It was in Mary's thanksgiving. It was in Mary's humility that God exalted her and brought her to heaven, body and soul, and crowned her queen of heaven and earth, which is also what we celebrate today. Mary was able to praise God no matter what was happening. And so instead of praising God and thanking God only when things are going our way, which we should, it's in those moments when we want to start complaining and comparing and getting angry, we've got to stop and say, Lord, I thank you. Throw your hands up in there and just say, Lord, I praise you. I thank you. And it's in that that we begin to humble ourselves. And when we humble ourselves, God exalts us. He truly exalts us like Mary. And so let us ask for Mary today to always give us a heart of thanksgiving. That no matter what it is, in, those, in the midst of comparing, complaining, being angry, Mary, help me praise God. Mary, give me the grace to always remain humble. And in doing so, God will exalt us greatly with Mary and all the saints. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.